0: Hey guys, welcome to The Cruciform Life. This is a discussion-based podcast where there's three guys talking about what a surrendered life to Jesus looks like in our everyday life, that if you are to be a man of God, how you view the world and everything in it will be colored by the truth of His Word and His Son. Hey guys, welcome back to The Cruciform Life podcast. We're so glad that you're back, hanging out with us, listening to what we have going on. Uh, in this episode, we're actually going to be talking about something that's very, very passionate on our hearts. And we're going to be talking about the difference between knowing God and knowing about God and what that kind of looks like in a, a day-to-day uh, situation and how that affects our daily walks. And I'm going to kick it over to Pat because he's uh, he's really chewing and biting his nails getting ready to start this off. So, Pat, take it away, my man.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ben. So, so as Ben just said, we are going to talk about... Um, knowing about God versus truly knowing God and truly having a relationship with God. Um, I'm just going to go into it. Um, you can have all the head knowledge in the world, I think, um, but you really gain that heart change and your heart begins to transform the more you get to know God, I feel. Um, and when you understand who he is, um, you just gain a desire to go deeper with him. Um, our motivation just doesn't simply it want you our, our motivation like that. Our motivation isn't simply to just want to go to heaven. Our motivation becomes to simply want to be in the presence of God and to be with God and desire that. Our pastor always preaches to us that we cannot go know God apart from his word. Um, it's where he's revealed to us. it's in the scriptures. I think it's a combination of seeking the presence of the Holy Spirit, being in prayer and the studying of the word where we really get to know God. Um, We can know a lot about the attributes that God has. However, it's when we truly experience those attributes of him, where we really get to know him on a deeper level. What I mean is understanding and experiencing his attributes in our everyday lives, characteristics of him, like his goodness, his grace and his mercy and his love that he has for us. Um, When it comes to God's goodness, um, we can see evidence of God's goodness everywhere in every day, in every situation, even when we're not aware of his goodness, he's still good. Um, you know, (laughs) while God does good things, his goodness is more than just what he does. It's literally who he is. Um, when we get that promotion at work, we yell, God is good. When our lives are problem-free, we say God is good. When someone has been healed, we shout God is good. But what about when times are troubling yeah, yeah. or when challenge, challenges come our way yeah. or life, when life just feels hard. Um, when loved ones pass away, when we get furloughed from our job, when the cancer report says malignant, when our spouse betrays us, when our child continues to rebel, mm. the truth is that God's goodness doesn't leave when our circumstances change. He's always the same. Yeah. Not only that, but God is truly good all the time. He cannot not be good. Yeah. It's who he is. It's, it's the right. definition of good. It's usually in our disappointments and difficulties when we call into question the goodness of God. I know that is for me. Yeah. Um, but turning from God in the midst of our pain removes the only truly good thing from our sad equation.
0: Yeah. God. That's so good.
1: So when we're tempted to doubt and allow our current scenario to dictate what we believe, let's dive into God's word to remind ourselves of this
0: truth. Yeah, Pat, that's so good, man. I mean, especially when you're when you're talking about what our pastor says and how you cannot know God without knowing his scripture and knowing his words. I mean, going through everything that you just rattled off, all those different scenarios, we've all been through some of them, as we just even talked about on a small scale. But I'm thinking about even friends of ours that are battling things that we've never had to battle. We've got friends that are battling their loss of their loved ones. I mean, and not just the, I'm thinking even broad spectrum. I feel like every day I'm at work, it's like we get another notification that a patient's died from COVID or, you know, and it's not just COVID, it's uh, other things too, but I'm trying to put into my mind how someone deals with that. And then think about when you don't know God versus you just know about him. And I'm thinking about when, if you, you can fill up with all the head knowledge in the world and, I feel like I just walked out a season in my life where that was kind of becoming my life where I filled up with a ton of head knowledge to God's glory. And I don't even think that I scraped the surface for knowledge about God, but I feel like there was a deepening that I went through, but it really was missing a little bit of the heart of God. It was just knowledge about him. And J.I. Packer says that, you know, an interest in theology and knowledge about God And the capacity to talk well on Christian themes is not at all the same as knowing God. We may know as much about God as Calvin knew himself. And indeed, if we study his works diligently, sooner or later we shall. And yet all the time, unlike Calvin, we may hardly not know God at all. And for me, I feel like when you know about God, the words, the scriptures, sermons, they are just clanging symbols Or the voice of, you know, the teacher in Charlie Brown, like wah, 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 wah. And you actually, that does not foster a relationship with him. That when you go through these things that you're bringing up, Pat, that how do you survive that? You know, you're not not able to rest on the word of the Lord, which is unchanging and perfect. And you look at our changing and imperfect situations and make them, you know, our ultimate reality. And that's right. just not the case. Yeah. Cause I know Mike, you've been through stuff that, you know, we can talk that I I've, I haven't battled and without a foundation in scripture and just knowing God as a father, yeah, you're going to, it's going to take you on a complete tangent that, you know, it leads to a very dark, dark place. And I think right now, especially in a season that's been a prolonged season of isolation that isolation is a dark place
2: yeah totally i think that uh even as christians knowing not just knowing about god but actually truly knowing who god is and yeah. having a personal relationship you can sure. still walk through those dark seasons and um it, it's knowing who God is, even like what you said, Pat, with, with our emotions. Like our emotions don't dictate the goodness of God or who God says yeah. he is, right? And, you know, I wrote this earlier just thinking about this topic. When we truly know and trust God's word about who God says he is, that knowledge of who God is allows us to go deeper in a relationship with him.
0: Yeah, amen.
2: And despite what happens in this life good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, knowing who God says he is, is such a crucial component to our relationship with God. Now that can look vastly different for different people, but uh, just knowing about God, just knowing his characteristics, but not having a personal relationship with him doesn't get you anywhere. It's it, it's
0: because what are you relying? On?
2: Right, it, you're it's, relying
0: on emotion.
2: Yeah, you're relying on emotion. You're relying on knowledge. You're relying on "quote unquote" being a good person. And
0: yeah,
2: um, you know, and like you said, Ben, you know, I've been in seasons of, you know, just feeling like I'm learning about God, but I'm not like getting closer to Him yeah. in a sense because I'm just like learning. And not that those seasons are are the worst thing in the world because knowing about God is an important aspect as a Christian, but that has to be applied into our relationship on a daily basis. And like you said, Pat, it's, it's being in God's word daily. And we always bring that up in this, this podcast. And we always will is you can't know God apart from his word. And, um, just going, just going deeper into that. And, you know, I was, it's a a great feeling and it's reassuring that God knows us, right? Like the Bible talks about that. He knows the number of hairs that are on our head. Like that's crazy, Mm -hmm. It's crazy to actually just like sit down and think about and marvel in that, that God knows those even minute details that in reality, like I don't care how many pieces of hair are on my head. You know what I mean? But like, but God does, like God cares about that stuff, you know? And I I think that going deeper in our relationship with God, it has to start about knowing who God is, right? Like that God is always good that God always loves us, um, that God is a God of judgment and yeah. wrath yeah, because he's perfect and yep. sin can't be with God. Like that just doesn't exist. Um, and, and knowing about God allows us to trust God more yeah. and deepens our trust in our day-to-day walk no matter what this world throws at us. So
0: yeah, I think that just real quick to <clears throat> to go off of that because I think that this is a... You know, I'm quoting J.I. Packer again, yeah. and it. I mean, I'm sorry. He's a great reference Absolutely. to this. Knowing God is. Yeah. If you look at, um, in in the book that our Kent Hughes wrote, uh, Disci- "Disciplines of a Godly Man," he he pulled 30 different pastors and Christian leaders about the top five most influential books in their life, and. Resounding, so many of them said, "Knowing God" by J.I. Packer. Some also said, "Mike's Got in His Hands," uh, <laughs> the pursuit of the pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. I mean, these are these are vastly amazing resources that supplement Scripture. But J.I. Packer says that ignorance of God, both of His ways and the practice of communion with Him, lies at the root of much of the church's weakness today. Yeah. Two unhappy trends produce this. One. Christian minds have been conformed or conformed to the modern spirit, great thoughts of man, small thoughts of God. And not to deny him altogether, but to set him at a distance, which basically just means that we're putting ourselves, and we've talked about this so many times, we are putting ourselves at the center of scripture. We're putting ourselves in the Bible as the hero of the story right. and taking God completely out of the, not completely out of the equation, but basically just saying that, you know, God... We seek you when we need you because this is about us. Right. The second is Christian minds have been confused by modern skepticism. Hmm. Reformation theology has gone to the wayside, and the Bible has come under heavy fire due to science, etc. You know, did the gospel miracles really happen? Right. And I think that that's a very scary trend in our culture today. That especially in the church, you know, our pastor especially lately has been really talking about biblical literacy. And Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for his passion for our, our flock, our congregation to be biblically literate, you know, and that's, that is truly what helps us know God on a personal level. We're not basing our, our knowledge of him on performance. We're not basing it on emotion because if we read his words, we would see that our justification is through faith alone. And it is not about what we do or what we could do or what we didn't do. It's about what he did for us in his goodness.
1: So good. I think like going back to some of the stuff that you said, Mike, like you either know God or you just know about God. I think a good barometer of that is what does your life look like when you're going through trial? Yeah. Um, I know that is for me, that, 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 that is a great barometer as to, to where I, I stand in my faith and, and you know, my personal relationship with God is, is what does it look like when crap hits the fan.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try not to, I've tried to stop looking up so much to athletes, but, you know, I'm a, you guys know I'm a big Redskins fan. Uh, Boom. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but back when RG3 was still on the team— And, you know, I was still on social media. He had this thing, it was like in his little, you know, Twitter bio that it was like, no diamonds, no pressure or no pressure, no diamonds. Mm. Um, And, you know, it's worldly advice, but literally your walk with God is completely revealed when you're going through struggling. Yeah, totally. You know, Pat, you're so right on when you say that because it exposes what your foundation is. Mm. And what you truly believe about God. And I've said this before. We, in that time, end up viewing God the same way we view our earthly father.
1: Yeah, that's so good too.
0: Because we see him as a flawed, failed man, but we forget that God is perfect. He's unchanging. He is consistent. And yeah. we, we love our, our dads very Absolutely. much so. But they weren't always consistent, but God is. Right. And, you know.
2: Yeah, much like we as parents aren't consistent. Yes. You know, and and we fail time after time after time, you know.
0: But, I mean, God never fails, and we fail all the time. And one of the things that I think is kind of as a a warning, though, as we're talking about reading Scripture and, you know, being in God's Word daily is that there is a there is a – potential for, and this is kind of what I've just walked out that I've just noticed in my own life, that knowledge, as you grow in knowledge, that also causes pride to puff up. And J.I. Packer also says that he, he's asking a question of like, what is your ultimate inanimate object And in occupying my mind with the things of God? What do I intend to do with my knowledge of God once I have it? And Pat, you know, you brought this up and reminded me of this because I think I said it and hopefully i said it cuz now i'm going to take credit for something that maybe i didn't say but uh you know that your your love for digging into the word and your love for you know learning about theology and reading the institutes of the christian religion by john calvin or listening to or reading all 10 volumes of spurgeon sermons cannot outweigh your love to just know god right simply because that leads you down a path that you're going to end up sitting here and looking poorly on your other friends who aren't doing that and looking at, you know, even maybe your spouse or, you know, for when you're sitting there and you think that you're something because you're memorizing the institutes of the Christian religion, which is, I don't know how many pages long and maybe reading John Piper's new book, uh, Providence, which is over 700 pages long and a textbook all in itself. And if you're not doing that as a supplement to scripture or just out of a complete love for God, why Why are you doing it? That's good, man.
2: Yeah, Ben, that's really good. There's uh, probably so many listening that don't read 700-page uh, books. Myself included. I don't read a 700-page
0: book. <laughs> You're I'm trying. It sounds
2: like it, but I'm, uh, yeah, well, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, well, I have
0: a 700-page church history book that I've been thinking about trying to finish first.
2: It's good. It's good. I mean, and that's that's evidence of your love to go deeper. It's also and,
0: been there for a year. Oh my so. God. Well, just yeah. Saying.
2: Hey, we're all busy. We all have kids, but you know, it it's a it's true that we make time for what we find a priority. And, yeah, that's good. And it, I think that it goes into the same you know category of when we. Want to know God more? We'll we'll dive into books like that. We'll dive into uh, the Word of God in a deeper fashion, not just to you know check the box of doing our devotions every day, but you know to go deeper, to truly know more about God, so our relationship with God yeah. uh, goes deeper. So, what would you guys say uh, to somebody who maybe doesn't have a ton of time on their hands? Uh, obviously, we're all we're all dads, we're all husbands. You know, we we're busy. Um, but we all try to make a priority of going deeper in our relationship with God. But what would you say to some of our listeners as maybe just a few practical things uh to go deeper in this conversation about uh knowing God and knowing about God?
0: You know, I think Mike, that's a good question, and I think for me, personally, I feel like the one thing that has made my you know devotional time a little bit better. Um, more recently is simply just the fact that I've started praying and, you know, really praying beforehand. And I feel like I got to give credit to my wife because she got me for Christmas, um, J.C. Ryle's little booklet, Do You Pray? And I feel like I did not realize how much, A, my prayer life was truly lacking and, How much it's, you know, and I say that not as it's a performance-based thing, but how can you really know the father without talking to him? Yeah, totally. And not just talking to him like, hey, you know, father, I could really use an extra hundred bucks this week. (laughs) You know, if you could maybe you know, put it on someone's heart to maybe mail me a check. That'd be great. Um, but no, to really, to seek his will and to seek his heart. Yeah. Um, not for, just his hand. For him. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, him. for his yeah. glory. And I think that for me, reading that really exposed where my heart was and especially where my heart was even in my devotional time. So I feel like for me, one big practical thing is Literally making sure that I'm spending time seeking his heart before I even read his word and asking God, illuminate to me what you want revealed and, and show me yourself through these words just to simply show me, to for me to meet you here. You know, and, you know, I think that another thing going off of that, because it involves prayer is practically... I was recommended a long time ago to read *The Divine Mentor, Divine Mentor* by Wayne Cordero, and in the back of it, he really went into the soap method of devotionals. And yeah. I, you know, I went over this with the, um, our middle school kids uh, at their summer camp a few years back, and the important of the importance of soap notes. Right. And basically, a soap note is simply just starting out with the S, the O, the A, and the P, and that scripture of uh, your observation the application of that scripture to what, you know, what was your application to that? And then prayer, you know, and I think that that's a simple way for me and how I've started to try and break down my reading. Cause there's always going to be a verse or two that really stick out to you as you're reading. But that's, that's what works for me, Pat. I don't know. What do you got?
1: So for me, man, it's just uh, being in the word. um, And I have definitely been guilty of it, of seasons where it has been lax, you know, my desire to be in the word and, to know god in that way but lately i mean i've been hungry for it and i'm i'm so thankful that god has instilled that in me to dive deeper into the word and i think a lot of growth has happened lately in my walk because of you know a desire to seek him in his word and i know i say it all the time and it sounds so cliche but it helps me a lot practically speaking if i i looking at God's bigger picture, taking me out of the equation and looking at God's plan for the world yeah. I, 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 in the Scripture, in the Scriptures.
2: Yeah, that's, that's great. That's so good. Prayer into our Word. You know, these are the basics of being a Christian that uh, I think busyness oftentimes uh, puts it down, you know, and the enemy will... We'll utilize busyness and what would seem like good things to get us away from those things yeah, because, because then
0: busyness just starts busyness is one thing, but what is a what happens after business busyness? It's more distractions. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and those distractions you know,
2: creep into our time with God and, and you can't know God apart from his word. You can't know God apart from talking to him daily through prayer. Um so yeah, those are those are the keys that uh, we live by, we try to live by, uh, we don't always get it right, but um, that's why we do this life together. That's why we're we're great friends. We push each other. We, we strive to chase after Christ together. Um, and we're so thankful for the friendship that we have. So uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you guys back next week.